Thanks for listening. Our mission here at Life West Church is to see you and your family equipped and empowered to be and do all that God has for you. For additional resources and info, go to lifewest.church. Welcome to Life West. Honestly, if I haven't had a chance to meet you yet, uh, my name is Samuel. I love the honor to meet you. And happy Memorial Weekend. Uh, man, well, it, is, it is such an honor to live in America. Um, and, and because of, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, because of the price that so many of our armed forces have paid. And it is just, I hope that as you are enjoying your weekend and the you have to go where you would like to go, spend on what you want to spend that you remember that. I think as Christians, it's something that I think we should see with even clearer eyes because we realize that our Savior gave his life for our freedoms. And we're so, so thankful for that. And also right now, uh, like Courtney said, we've got a team in Uganda. So I got a couple pictures that they shot over last night. So they started the trip off when they got there by hosting with the Amina staff a two-day, a two-day like Bible camp church seminar. So this is actually Joel in pink. Come on, Joel, just let's go to Uganda in pink. He did it. And and the beard. But he's up there with his translator. Uh, he got to be up there for a bit. I think we've got one or two more. Uh, come on, there's Sage with the kids. Nick in the background. Oh, who's got a guitar? I, like a guitar. I didn't know John played. Did John play the guitar? Anyways, looks like he had a guitar on. This is the team that's over there. They're having a great time. Um, I know they had like at least 12 salvations at the, the services that they were having and got to just minister alongside the Amina staff. So keep them in your prayers. Uh, and, and me too, honestly, while Becca's gone, that would be, that would be great. But we're having a ton of fun. It's great to see you guys this morning. Now we're in a series as we're going through Ephesians. And really, this is definitely taking longer than I expected, simply because of what is in this. And it's, it's entitled Make, or to really Made Known. And the reason why is, so the, the entire Bible was authored by God, but it was written by man, over 40-ish authors, over 1,500-year span, where God spoke to men, so through the Holy Spirit, men would write down under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So the Bible is authored by God, but written by man. And Paul, in this, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, writes a letter to a group of Christians, of new Christians. And he's like, look, this is what it means. He's really making it known what it means to be a Christian. He's like, look, you're going to need to know these things. So that's where we find ourselves in Ephesians. If you have your Bibles, turn there, Ephesians chapter 2. And we're going to jump right in to verse 4. And it writes, it says, But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. He made us alive. It's by grace. So here's what, this, here's what this means, that we did not go looking for him, he came looking for us. That it's, we didn't earn salvation, God, through his grace, gave it to us. We have this thing, you and I, where we like to earn things. And some of you are like, oh no, I'm Dutch, I'm Dutch, and I understand that I'm Dutch. I mean, if it's free, I'll take three. Like, I, I, I get that, right? You're like, yep, just, just here we go. But there's this innate thing in all of us that we're like, we want to earn it. We really do. We want to earn it. And so it can be difficult for us to even 
really understand how we did not deserve God's love, yet He loved us, and He chases after us. Our tendency is to try to clean up ourselves and then come to God. But God loved us in our mess, in our mess. Years ago, I was working at a church, and uh, I, was, I was being sent down to Dallas, Texas. There's a Bible school down there, Christ for the Nations, to go try to recruit some, there's some, we got a fan, uh, recruit some interns to come back up and, and help in the youth ministry, and we're going to teach them and get some, some hands-on experience. And uh, one of the, the, the local businessmen in the church said, hey, I'm actually headed to Dallas tomorrow. He's like, if it'll work in your schedule, we've got room on our private jet, and you can just jump in, and then you don't have to buy a ticket. And I'm like, that sounds cheap, which I already said I'm Dutch, right? So you know I'm in on that. And then I'm like, and, and private sounds fun. Let's, let's do it. So uh, that, that was my first experience with, with private, and I loved it. Okay, don't ever do it. It will ruin you. It, it, it just will. It's like snowboarding in Michigan, and you're like, yay, this is fun. And then you go to Colorado, and then you come back to Michigan, and you're like, no, no, thank you. It's, it's the same thing. Because we get on this private jet and you don't get any of the hassle. You just drive right up. You put your stuff on. And, and uh, the guy we were flying with, he's like, I'm ready to go. They're like, okay, here we go. And off we go. I'm like, where's the prodding and the poking and all of the go here, stand here and move over? Like, where's all that? None of it. It was awesome. So we land in Dallas and, and they go do their thing. And I go off and recruit a couple of interns. And, and we're on our way back. And I'm just, I'm just reading and they're talking about their business stuff and what they're doing. I've just got some books trying to make the most of the time. So I'm in the back just kind of reading and really just enjoying this. And it was, it was awesome. I loved it. And one of the guys comes over and he's like, hey, um, you're a pastor. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I know I should go to church more. I'm like, I didn't really say anything, but okay. <laughs> you know, he just jumps right into this. And I'm like, it wasn't me. Maybe, maybe that was God. He's like, I know I should go. He says, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christ follower. He goes, I know I should go. He goes, but. He goes, he goes, I fly around the country in private jet. He goes, I, I come out, and he's like, they roll out the red carpet, and they literally did. Like, we landed, and there was a little red carpet that rolled out, and they brought, our, brought cars around. And I was like, oh, that, so that is, that, that's not just in movies. He's like, this is what I do. He goes, people come to me, and they're like, hey, I've got this. He goes, I'm the one that gives them answers, and they want to know, should we invest in this, and what about this? And, and I, he goes, that's me. He says, but then I go to church. He goes, and I sit down, and they, they, they mention people like I should know who they are and places, and I'm, he, he says, I don't know what they're talking about. And I'm like, if you, if you go more, you will know. <laughs> and he goes, but I don't know. And I'm like, that's the exact same as, as the person who says, I'm not in good enough shape to go to the gym. That's why you go to the gym, to get in good shape. Unless you're like, I'm going to do a mini gym at home so I can get fit to go to the gym. I'm like, no, that doesn't even make sense. I'm like, you need to go. But here's what it is. It's that desire in us to clean up ourselves and then present ourselves to God. But understand this, no amount of cleaning yourself will do it. Our idea of cleaning up ourselves is... is, is kind of the equivalent of taking a deodorizer, like a, what do you call the cans that you spray and they, they smell? Air fresheners. air fresheners. There we go. It's like taking an air freshener to a corpse and spraying air freshener on it. Like you didn't change anything. That thing still stinks. 
It stinks. All you did is add another smell to try to overpower the stink. That's what air fresheners are, is they're just super strong other smells that people prefer to the other strong smells. It doesn't cancel out what is there. You're like, it's, it, it's still there. And those things drive me nuts. I don't know if you've ever been there. Have you ever been to Wild Roast Coffee in, in Granville? But if, if you've ever been in the men's bathroom, I realize I'm, I'm hopefully excluding many of you on this. But anyways, if you've been in the men's bathroom, they've got an automatic air freshener machine in there. And it's up on the wall. And if, so, so the toilet is here, and, and then the wall is here. And if you're in there, and I don't know why this happens, this happens so often to me, is I'll be in there using the restroom, and all of a sudden, it sprays. And it just goes on my head. And I walk out of there, and I'm like, oh! And I don't know if you know me, I don't like smells. I do not like smells. Uh, per perfume, Becca never wears any because I like give her a hug and just like my eyes will water. I'm like, what are you wearing? What are you doing? Like deodorant, like just zero smell. I'm like, please. I'm weird. I'm really weird. I know. Okay, so one time, no lie, I'm in there, and this has happened to me so often that I'm in there using the restroom, and all of a sudden, I hear the noise of the machine because it just happened to be quiet. It was just as like, tick, the little activator pushing down on the aerosol can, and I go, ah, and I jump back, totally forget what I was doing, totally forget what I was doing. I just got to get away from the aerosol, and I'm like, oh, I'm busy. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Okay, but understand this. Come on, get back on this with me. You got you to track with me. Where was I even going with that? I really have no idea where I was going with that. So let's just go back to my notes and go to verse 6. Okay, so verse 6. And raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places with Christ, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace. We don't earn it. Our attempts, that's where I was going with this, you're wondering. Our attempts at earning God's salvation, they don't work. It's the air freshener. It's the cologne on a corpse. It's just another scent among the others. It doesn't purify. It doesn't get rid of. It doesn't clean up. None of that. It's God's grace. He loved us right where we were. We didn't need to change anything. You don't need to get your life right to come to Christ. He's like, that's what I'm here for. He's like, you can't, but I can, is what he says. I can't, but he can. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. He's like, I can wash you. I'll clean you. But that's where we find ourselves. We come to him, messed up. And he's like, I'm ready. I am ready. While we were yet sinners, he came for us. Verse 7 why? That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. That word, that word ages, that's not just talking about heaven, and that's not just talking about today. It's both. Second Peter 1.3 says, and God has given us everything that we need for life and godliness. It's both. It's both. Everything that we need for life and godliness. Verse 8, for by grace you have been saved through faith. What's your part? It's to believe. That's the faith. It's what Jesus did. It's through grace. And that, not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. It is God's grace. That's what it is. Our attempt at good is not good. And who decides what good is anyways? You ever think about that? Like, who decides what's good and not good? 
You're like, wait a second. What about this? And I want you to really, really think about that. Hunter, will you hand me that, that, that two by, that, that piece of wood? Yeah. Because, here, let me, let me see this. So this, this is a two by four. I had this, I'm working on some different projects. And this one, this one's pretty straight. I don't know if you can see it, but it's pretty straight. I don't know about you, but I'm the guy, even if I need like, I need two pieces of wood, two two by fours. And I go to the store and I like, I grab them, I'm like, nope, put it down. And I go through like 20 to find my, I'm like, okay, that one's good. And I leave all the rest of them on the floor. Every one of them, you're welcome because they're bad. So if you ever go and you find that, that's, they're meant to be there because they're not straight, okay? Leave them there. You're welcome. If you work there, I'm sorry. But they shouldn't be there in the first place. That, that's me. But I look at this now. But let me just ask you, how do I know it's straight? And how straight is it? I mean, is it straight? I mean, I'm looking at it. I'm like, that's pretty straight. Even this way, like square. Like it's, this is decent. This is good. But how do I know that? Well, one of the ways I can know is, hand me that, uh, yeah, the, the level thing, majigger. There it is, yes, if you would, please. Thank you. One of the ways, I'm like, okay, is it flat? I can tell you, hold on, hold on. There, I can check it with this, with this straight level. Now, honestly, though, like how straight is this? And I'm checking it because I've got a standard I'm, I'm putting up against it. But this is a plastic level. It's plastic. And you know what the problem with plastic is? Is it bends and it twists. Not only that, but you can't see the level from the top. Don't, okay, Father's Day is coming up. So just, if you're doing anything, do not buy your husband a level that you cannot see the bubble from the top. Do not do it. They need to be seen from the top. But okay, let's keep going. That was free. That was free. Okay, remember what the cost and how much it cost you to get in here? Lower your expectations. Okay. Okay, so here we go. Let's, let's keep going. So the stand, I have a standard. I have this, but how straight is this? I don't know. How straight is it? But I call this straight because I hold something else to it. And then, but then this is plastic and it kind of it kind of bends. And if you put it up stuff, there's like a bump and you're trying to keep something. Oh, it drives me. Thing really bothers me. I didn't buy it. I found it. It was left on a job site. I think I know why. Okay, now now hand me this, hand me this next thing, if you would, please. All right. Thank you so much. Hard for him to know which end's up and down, but okay, but now I got something else in here. Let's see. Uh, come on. No, oh, I didn't do it. Last, last service I made a cool noise. Okay. Now in here, so this, this is a straight edge. And this I actually have for calibrating some of my woodworking machines, but this um, is flat over the full length, the 50 inches, it is within three one hundredth of an inch over, over the entire thing. So if I take this, now, now this looked straight and it looked flat until I held it up to here and then I could see like some daylight in between and then it really wasn't. But now if I take this and I put it on here, well now I've got a whole nother standard and now that I put it on here, you can see this thing's like, this thing's dying off at the end. It's like, wee. Face, it is not work. It's not. Why? Because I'm holding another, I hold it up to something that I know is straight. This is flat. This is not as, this isn't straight. That's okay for some things, but this isn't straight. So let me just ask you a question. How do you and I know what good is? What, what is our standard? Because we look at this and it's like, hey, it's not by our works that you and I are made right with God. We're not. Our idea of good falls incredibly, 
incredibly, incredibly short. Mark 10, verse 18, somebody comes to Jesus and asks him a question. He says, good teacher, what must I do to inherit the kingdom of God? Mark 10, 18, Jesus answers, and he says, why do you call me good? He ignores the question. Why do you call me good? There's no one who is good except God alone. The standard of good is God. He's like, do you, are you believing that I'm God or you just think I'm good? Because here's what happens. I don't know. When, when we get away from God's standard, it goes bad. Like you can look at the world today and if you just, you just look at the news and like what's going on and you ever just look, it was yesterday, today, it doesn't matter any day, you can just look and I'll tell you what you're going to see. You look and you're like, the world has gone stupid. Like, it's just gone stupid. Because here's why. Because when we step away from God's standard, our idea of good, what is it? Our idea of right and wrong, what is it? When we step away from God's standard, it's like the boat on a lake. And it takes its tie off of the dock. The boat just drifts around. Years ago, we were kids, we had a, we had a cabin up north, and um, I was out playing with this little tiny boat, came with the cabin, my, my, my folks bought it, and it had this, it had this little tiny Tatanka motor, and, and super small, but I would just zip around on this thing, and I thought I was the coolest thing in the world in this little tiny aluminum boat. Well, one of the days, um, I, I brought it back, and I, I beached it, um, but I didn't beach it very well, and the next morning, we get up, and I go down to play in my super cool Tatanka-powered little boat. And I'm like, um, it's gone. And my dad's like, did you tie it up? I'm like, I'm sure somebody stole it, Dad. And my dad goes, nobody stole that. And I'm like, no, I'm sure they did. I'm really sure they stole it. He's like, trust me, nobody stole it. Get in the, get in the boat, get in my boat. He goes, we'll drive around the lake. And it was about a 4,000, 5,000 acre lake. And I'm like, oh, Dad, somebody stole it. It's gone. He's like, get in the boat. So sure enough, we got in the boat. And we just started putting around the lake, and we got all the way down on the other side, and there it was. It had drifted. It drifted miles away that night. When we, if we untie, if we separate ourselves from God's standard, guess what happens? We drift into stupid. And that, that is the only way you can explain. It is such a clear picture of what is happening in the world today. That where, where people don't know what they are or are not and they want to change. And they're fighting over who gets to go in what bathroom. If you're a boy, you go in the boy's bathroom. If you're a girl, you go in the girl's bathroom. I don't know what I am. I can tell you. I'll hit you once and we'll know. Like, you can know. It's really not that hard. Like, I, I don't mean to be rude but it, it, you look and you're like, you know better. How did we get this? We have a Supreme Court judge that when asked what a woman was, was like, I'm not a biologist. I don't know. And she made, she's in. She made it. You're like, are you serious? How do you explain that? When we drift away from God, 
We, we, we don't just, you don't just move an inch. Well, here was God's standard, and this is good. Let me just tell you two things. Our idea of good falls short of his. We, we don't even get there. But when we separate from God, the more we reject him, the farther we drift, and we end up in stupid land, which is where we are today. You look out and you're like, how? They claim they're a kitty cat. Like, what in the world? How? Why? Because we drift away. We don't just stay close. Romans 121, I think is such a, such a good picture of this. Romans 121, because although they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God, nor were they thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Come on. Professing to be wise, they became fools. This belongs on some refrigerators. Like professing to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness in the lusts of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves who exchanged the truth of God for a lie. When we walk away from God's truth, all that is left, the only thing that remains is a lie. It's not a partial truth. It's not a, a, a point two two three seven truth. It is a lie. It is a complete lie. And they worshiped and served created the creative rather than the creator. And you might look and you'll say, well, no, we're not doing that. We're, we're, not, we're not worshiping idols. And the truth is, yes, we are. 100% the world worships sex. It worships it and sacrifices to both sex and success children. That's what it is. It's sacrifice. Well, mom's, mom's options, th th this was an unplanned pregnancy. Now her options are going to be limited and she might not be able to get the education that she had or would opportunities that she has now if she keeps this baby, if she goes through with this pregnancy, whether it's adopted or not. So they worship success and so they sacrifice children. We worship sex, so we have to have drop of the hat whenever I want, whatever reason I want, to get rid of a baby. It is idol worship, it's just of a different kind. It might not be carved out and sitting on your mantle. For some people, it is on their mantle. For some people, it's a 55-inch, some people, it's a 62-inch, but it's there. Other times, it's less physical, but it's there, and it's what is being worshipped. And says, so what happens? For this reason, God gave them up to their vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use of what is against, for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of women, burned for lust for one another, and men committed what is shameful and received in themselves their penalty. It's a picture of what, he's like, look, you, you can't just step away from God and expect, okay, we're just going to reject a little bit. God is good. Our efforts will always 
fall short every time. Ephesians 2 verse 10, talking about you, says for you, for we, this is for you, are his workmanship, God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Understand this, our idea of good is always too short. When it comes to redeeming ourselves, we can't. We can use standards, and some might be more exact than another's, and we think, well, this person's is better than this, but it always falls short of God's. But by His grace, it's through His grace that we've been saved, through faith. It is a gift that He gives you and He gives me. But then it says this in verse 10, but we're His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good deeds. So we don't earn our salvation through our being good. But God's like, look, I've got some great things planned for you. The NLT says it this way in verse 10. It says, for we are God's masterpiece. Let me just say it this way. You are God's masterpiece. He's created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us to do long ago. Imagine, imagine with me, if you will. Imagine, okay, you've got God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And they're just, they're omnipresent, they're everywhere, in all time, at all time. But they're talking, and they're like, hey, uh, have, have, have you looked at 2023 lately? And Jesus is like, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. And the Holy Spirit's like, uh-huh. And God the Father's like, they're stupid. That's what they are. They're stupid. Like, they're up there, and they're like, okay, okay. And they stop a minute. This is hypothetical. Okay, just, 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 just keep that in mind. But they stop for a minute, and Jesus is like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do about this? And the Holy Spirit's like, I know. I know what we can do. I know it would be absolutely perfect in 2023. And the Holy Spirit's like, okay, what is it? And Jesus is like, oh yeah, it's Mark. We have the perfect solution. It's Mark. It's Mark. It's Crystal. It's Sarah. It's Danny. It's Summer. It's Felicia. It's Tim. It's Jesse. That's what this verse is saying. Verse 10, you are God's masterpiece. That means you were not just a sum of anything brought together, but you were crafted You're you're a masterpiece, not a masterpiece to just be admired and looked at, to be hung on a wall, but you are a masterpiece with a job to do. That God looked and said, I know what it's going to take. Good works, they don't earn our standing with God, but God wants to do good through you and through me. He's like, I know what the solution is. I know what it is. It's my body. You want to know what his body is? It's you and it's me. We are the body of Christ. His body is the church. He's like, this is what I've got. It is the church. You are his masterpiece. And the, you, our performance doesn't earn us a position with him, but God wants to do things good through you. 
before the beginning of time, he looked at this crazy, I'll say it again, stupid world that we live in. And he's like, I know what they need. They need an Andrew. They need an Anthony. They need a Chris. They need a Sarah. He's like, I'm going to put in them very special, different desires. I'm going to give them eyes to see problems. I'm going to give them energy. He says, I'm going to do this. Let me just say this. You are uniquely gifted and positioned, and God wants to use you to bring about change in your world. I know you've heard this story before about the little boy who's running down the beach. And all on the beach are just tons and tons, as far as you can see, almost piled up on top of each other, are just these starfish. And he's grabbing starfish and throwing them in the, in the ocean. He grabs another one, he throws it in the ocean. And he grabs another one, he throws it in the ocean. This is little kid is having the time of his life doing this. And an older gentleman says, hey, what are you doing? The kid just stops. Like kids do when adults say things and they're in their own world, just having an awesome time. And he picks up another starfish and he throws it in. And then the gentleman says, you'll never throw them all back. Why even try? And the kid reaches down, picks up another one. And he goes, this one likes it and throws it in. And then grabs another one and another one and another one. We can't solve every problem. You can't solve every problem. But can I tell you, you can make a difference in somebody's life. You can rock somebody's world. You are uniquely gifted and positioned. And you might look and say, well, I'm not like so-and-so. You know, they're so great at what they do. And, and it's so easy with social media to, to just be like, well, look, they're doing it really well. And they're doing it really well. And I'll leave it to the experts. Don't. Don't. Please don't. We need you. I think a good way of, of illustrating this is this right here. I'm going to. Go ahead and, sorry, it has to come back a little bit. Okay, that noise is no good. All right, here we go. I've got something in here. Um, first, I've got my water I just put in. Ah, okay. Then I've got, i got peanut butter. Who here likes peanut butter? Raise your hand. Who likes Jif peanut butter? Raise your hand. Come on. Jif has a special place in my heart. It really does. I, I like, I like, I like, I like Jif. I like Jif a lot. Peanut butter is, is awesome. Um, I love PB&J sandwiches. Those are great. Uh, peanut butter sandwiches with sliced banana and honey. Mm -hmm. Peanut butter and ants on a log. You know, mom makes ants on a log with the celery. She puts the peanut butter in there and then puts on the raisins. Those are awesome. Sometimes you get ants on a log in a car. You ever get that? Where they put the toothpicks through and then slice the carrots and turn the carrots into wheels, and then you can roll the ants on a log? Come on. Okay, I love, I love peanut butter. Peanut butter is great. Don't get me wrong. I love peanut butter. Um, something else I love. Okay, um, I got sugar. Anybody a sugar fan in here? Just, just a little bit? Okay, all of the kids, a couple of adults. Your dentist, thank you. Um, so we got, we got sugar. This, this is a good thing. 
These are not the same. You know that, right? I mean, they're, they're different. But um, I, like, I like sugar, uh, probably a little bit, little bit too much. Um, I like sugar. I got some more things, too, in here. But they're not the same. You know that, right? Um, then I got, I got some oatmeal, quick oats to be exact. I lived off this stuff in college. Like, quick oats is all I, sometimes I didn't even have enough money for milk, and so then you eat it with water. <laughs> so bad, but you're like, mmm, yummy, yummy. Oh, drove me wild. Honestly, I, I ate it so much in college, I probably didn't even touch it for two years after I got out. But I'm back, and I really like it. And now I'm like, I'll put fruit on it. I'm feeling like I, I, I really enjoy um, oatmeal. Don't eat it. Don't eat it without cooking it. Raw oatmeal is just, you can try. Like, it's, it's almost as good of a challenge as some of those other things, other, but, but uh, it's oatmeal. But, so I've got, I got a couple things here. But guess what these all are? They're all different. And, and honestly, I didn't have enough containers. <laughs> Becca's not around, so maybe we have more and I just don't know about it. But I couldn't find enough containers to bring everything. But although each of these ingredients are completely different. Any, anybody know where I'm going with these? Oh, some of you. Some of you have an idea of where I'm going with this. These are totally different. But when they come together, when I give those ingredients to my firstborn son, Hunter, and he goes in the kitchen, you want to know what he can do? There's a few things missing. What he makes, one of these. It's a no-bake, the best no-bake cookie on God's green earth is in my hand right now. It is so good. I love these things. I could eat them until you had to roll me out of here. Oh, I could, absolutely. Oh, they're so good. If you want to know what this is a great picture of, it's all different ingredients. You know what's in here? Salt, some butter. It's delicious all together. It's not just a wad of sugar. Now, there's a lot of sugar in here. There's some cocoa. There's some good stuff in here. But can I just say this? You might look and you might see your differences between you and Maybe your grandma who prayed or your mom or that person that you look and you think, well, I'm different. You say, God, I'm his masterpiece and he wants to use me, but I don't look like anybody else I see out there. God made you that way on purpose. He's the master chef, if you will. And what he's whipping up needs you. He has a plan and a purpose for you. 1 Corinthians says it this way, that all of you together are Christ's body, and each of you are a part. It says you are a part. Now, some of you, you're the part that's sleeping. <laughs> you're like, I didn't, I didn't even know. Well, I'm a part? Yes. You're a part. You're, you're, you're that part of the body, like... You ever sat on a toilet for too long and you go to get back up and your foot's asleep and you go to take a step and you fall down? You're that part. I said that in a service one time and the girl in the front row goes, mm, and elbows her husband. And I'm like, I saw that. I usually do. Okay, and he's like, oh. She goes, you told him. Like literally that happened to her except she fell and broke her arm because her, her, her leg was asleep. Her leg was still a part of her body. It just wasn't doing its job. And guess what happens? When one part of our body doesn't, doesn't do what it's supposed to, the rest of it tries to compensate. I don't know if you've ever had a, 
arm in a cast, injured your ankle, and then you're like, wait, what's going on over here? Something's a little bit weird. It's all connected. The body of Christ needs you and what you bring to the table. You're like, man, what are you, are you trying to get me? Trying to get me to do something? Yes! <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. I want to see you doing something. You are a masterpiece. And you might be like, what, what is it? Because here's what I think many of us do when we hear masterpiece and God's created since the beginning of time has things for me to do. Okay, what are they? We think, oh, huge, oh, things. Oh, that's what we think underestimate the impact of the small things or even we underestimate the impact of the things that we have right in front of us today that we can do words that we can say phone calls that we know we should make apologies that are ours to give that we haven't given yet and God wants to use you right where you are So often we, what we really want to do is we want to do our own thing, chase after our dreams, and then sanctify those results to God and be like, look, isn't it pretty? And God's like, it's not what I had for you. And we're like, no, 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 I'll, I'll dedicate it all to you, God. And he's like, it's not what I've got for you. You've wasted some time. Let me just say this, doesn't matter how much time you've wasted, today begin to give your time, energy, resources to God. You can't undo the past. Man, I always wish I would have planted more trees last year. There's not a single year that goes, I'm like, hmm, last year I should have. Oh, if I would have planted a tree here. I can't go back in time. I can't do it. Our old house, we had trees that I planted like 20 years ago. They don't even fit in this room. And now we moved, I'm like, if I'd known I would have moved here, I could have planted trees there, there, and there, and they'd be this big. I really think that way. It's weird, but I do. But I can't change any of that. But I can start today. You are God's masterpiece. He wants to use you. Your idea of I'm not good enough, you're right, you're not. Our idea of good falls so short of God's standard anyways. Stop trying to please God and let God do good through you. great place to start would be this afternoon to just stop and to pray and just say, God, if I've missed it, I've missed it, but right now I ask you, lead me and guide me. I want to be your hands. I want to be your feet. And then listen. Just listen. weeks ago. It was really fun. I got to take one of my, one of my daughters down to a conference. We, we had a conference. She got to go with us one of the days. And on the way back, I'm like, hey, how was the conference? What did you get from the conference? What did you get? And we were there for hours and I mean, what were like 13, 14 hours, whatever it was of worship and teaching. I'm like, what did you get? And what was the big thing? We'd already dropped everybody else off. She's sitting there and she goes, I think really the biggest thing I got today 
was what Chet said in the car on the way back. I'm just laughing inside. I'm like, what Chet said in the car? I go, what's that? And she goes, well, that, that prayer is a little bit like a conversation. That if I was to go up to my mom or dad and just talk to them and then walk away before they answered, it wouldn't make much sense. was like, it's a good takeaway. <laughs> Way to go chat. Like, come on. Can I just say prayer? Pray. But when you pray, listen. The steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. Someone says, my children hear my voice and a stranger they will not follow. Maybe that's a little strange to you. I'll tell you what it'll probably be. If you've never heard God's voice before, I'll tell you what it will probably be. You'll pray. And then a scripture is going to come to mind. Go find it, read it, and see what comes next. The steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. If you don't listen to the whisper, if you don't listen to the first thing, it's going to stay there until you take that first step. He wants to lead you and guide you. We've got a class. I don't know if you've done this yet, but we've got an amazing class talking about gifts and talents and God wanting to use you. It's called our growth track. It happens on Sundays. It starts the first Sunday, so it's going to kick off next month during first service. So you can go to first service and go be in growth track, and then you can come in here and worship with us and hang out and learn and take notes in second service. You don't have to miss out on a thing. Yes, your kids are welcome to be in kids the entire time. They'll love it. It starts next week. It's a four-week class. Help you to know God, find freedom from your past, your identity in Christ, discover your gifts and passions, spiritual giftings, what has God put in you, and then how can you begin to use those to make a difference? I tell people this all the time. Where do I start? What do I do? Here's the answer. Jesus said this. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So I tell people, you want to be at the forefront of what God is doing? Get plugged into a local church. Get plugged into a local church. If it's this one, be plugged in here. You're like, oh, I think you guys are doing well. We have so much more. We need exactly what you have. If this isn't your church, then go to your church and get plugged in there. Happy Memorial Day. It's great to see you. I feel like I don't have a church. Find one. I'm a Christian by myself. No, you're not. You're drifting by yourself. Jesus said, do not neglect the gathering together and all the more as you see the day of the Lord approaching. It is dark out there. I don't know if you've ever looked in the news. Why? And it, is, it is dark. The world has gone stupid. But here's, here's the thing about dark. Remember this is the darker the night, the easier it is to see the light. My prayer is that they would see your good deeds, and see the way that you act, and glorify your Father in heaven. Would you please bow your heads and close your eyes? I want to end service here, but I don't want to just assume that because you're in here this morning, that you know where you stand with God. I don't want to assume. Honestly, I don't want you to assume you've got forever to make up your mind. If you're here today and you don't know where you stand with God, you can know. Romans says that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our hearts that Jesus died on the cross and rose again, we will be saved. Your idea of good, it's not good enough. 
God's standard is so high. We all fall short. But God desired a relationship with you. So he sent his son who lived a perfect sinless life but then died and suffered on a cross to pay the price so that you and I could be free. He took your place. All you have to do is say, include me. What he did, he was the perfect sacrifice. Paid for all sin of all mankind if you will just say, include me. And make him the Lord of your life. If you're here, today is your day. Don't go another minute, don't go another hour. You can know beyond a shadow of a doubt where you stand with God if we accept what he did. You say, include me. If that's you, I want you to shoot your hand up. You're already one, two, three. Right now, shoot it up high. Say, that's me. And I'm praying today right here in my seat. I want to know right where I stand with God. Anybody? Everybody knows right where they are. Awesome. Well, God, we come before you this morning. We thank you for your word. It is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And God, we want to serve you with all of our heart, soul, and mind. God, where we fall short, we surrender to you. We ask you to forgive us. We know our good isn't good enough. God, our desire is to point people to you. Because this world is getting darker. May we be lights in our, in our home, in our neighborhoods, our jobs, our communities, the grocery stores that we intend, attend, the gas stations that we use, everywhere that we go. God, help us to be a light that shines, that they see our good deeds and glorify you in heaven. God, we need you. Lead us and guide us. God, if we have ignored your voice, your leading, your prompting, forgive us and speak again. God, we soften our hearts now. Speak to us and through us. We thank you for your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Thanks for listening. Our mission here at Life West Church is to see you and your family equipped and empowered to be and do all that God has for you. For additional resources and info, go to lifewest.church.